0: So, today's daf is daf Yud Gimel, page 13, in Mesechta Megillah. And we got a little bit down on Yud Gimel Amar We're up to Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi, which is the last thin line before it gets wide. Approximately eight lines from the top of the page. Right after the geimer, we're up to Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi. All right, And we're going to continue on. Today's daf is a fascinating, fascinating... Conversation with so many limudim, so much to learn um, from, the, from the Megillah, taking it apart posuk by posuk. Most of the daf, until the middle of Ambed Beis, is going to discuss um, the setup of how the miracle happened. Achashverosh, Mordechai, Big Son and Seresh, Esther, right? And then, to the middle of Ahmed Beis, we're going to start to be introduced to Haman. All right? Let's get going. Rivshiman Shimon ben Pazi. When he would open up the, his shir, on Yom, he would say the following, All of the words in the Pasuk really are referring to one person, and you have to know how to explain it. Now listen to this. You ready for, for a, a, a fascinating and mind-blowing gemara on what Maisha Rabbeinu's name was before, Par, before Paru's daughter saved him? Right? We know he's called Maisha because he was drawn out of the water. But what name? What other names did he have? That name didn't come to him, right? He was obviously given a name at his bris. So listen to this pasuk. Zog the Gemara, beginning of the second wide line in Gimel Amud Aleph. Rabbi Isaac, you got it. Good. The Ishtoi, Yehudoyah, and his wife yehudaya Yolda. She gave birth, Es Yered to Yered Avigdor, the father of Gedor, the Eshever. And she gave birth to Heber, Avi Soho, the father of Socho. And she gave birth to Yekuseel, Avi Zanuach, the father of Zanuach. And these were the sons of Basio, the daughter of Paro, who Mered married. Okay. So, what we see from here is, there's this woman Basio Basparo, and she gave birth to a lot of names. Alright? Now, we just said, Rav Pazi said, there's one Pasuk, and it's all referring to one person. So how exactly does this work? Says the Gemara. First of all, why is Basya, the daughter of Paro, called Yehudaya? Which means Jewess. Why is she called it Jewess? Because she was kaifer. She rebelled against the Yavai of her father. As it says, Say was, What was Basparo doing? Going to the river when she saved Moshe. She was trying to go to the Mikvah to remove any impurities of her father's home. Now there's a Shaila here, whether she... What, whether she was being megayer there are those who argue, they say, what in the world is Gerus before the Torah was given, so if, even if she went into the, into the river the shame Gerus, it doesn't help, so they say, at least she went to a mikvah, there, there was a concept of mikvah, and she wanted to get rid of the shmutz that was on her from, from her father's house, and just a fascinating limut, you go down, you start to remove the shmutz, and this Baruch Mamish sends Moshe Rabbeinu your way. That's all she did. She didn't intend, didn't go down intending. She went intending to purify. That's what a Yid needs to do. As Yid, what we need to do is just take the steps necessary to, to be metahir ourselves, to purify ourselves. Do we know how far that's going to take us? No. Tzmach nishtois. That's up to the Rebbeinu and Rebbeinu Shalim will take us far. She went down to wash from the Abay of her father. Okay, now. So we know that basi Basparo, her nickname, so to speak, is Yehudia, because of this incident. Now, it says Yolda, she gave birth. Says the Gemara, she didn't give birth to She only raised him. She changed his diaper, she brought him back to Paro's palace. She didn't give birth. <coughs> says the Gemara, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful This teaches you Anybody who raises an orphan, a male orphan or a female orphan in his home the Torah considers as if you gave birth to them Now here's what's amazing In the Torah When we refer to a yosom When the verse says The Torah says Do not oppress, harass A convert, an orphan, and a widow What does Rashi say? Not literally an orphan Not literally a widow, not literally a convert it Says the, Gemara, the Torah is just giving examples Says Rashi Meaning you have to be careful around sensitive people and it's not an excuse to say, I didn't say anything wrong, they're just being sensitive. No. The Torah adds on. "Gary Yosem, Ammon, and Rasha, it's not even literal. You see, the feed that Rashi, perhaps we can add in Targumari here as well. When a person takes somebody else into their home and helps them grow and helps raise them, it's as if they gave birth to them. There's a beautiful Rav Shamsherner Hirsch uh, on the first mitzvah that we get in the Torah, on Peru Revu. Rav fal Hirsch says, "What's the difference between Peru and Revu? Peru means be fruitful. Revu is multiply. Peru says, Rav Shmuel Hirsch, a horse can be fruitful. Fish are fruitful. Peru itself is nishta Okay, that's a gift from their bainishele. There's also an obligation of Revu. What's Revu?" The same reason why a Rebbe is called a Rebbe, a Rav is called a Rav. A parent is obligated to revu, expand themselves into the children, give over a quality life, raise this child, raise these people. The fear of Shem Shem hirsch, a person who's childless, could be mekayim revu, even without children. Even if I don't mamish have my own flesh and blood children, okay, that's the Peru side. I wasn't blessed with the Peru, wherever life took me a chvez. But revu, the, uh, the mitzvah of expanding myself, teaching others, the ethics, the Torah, the values, that anybody has a zechus to do. Yared ze Yared is Mysha. Why is Maisheh Rabbeinu have a name of Yared? Because it came down from the word Yerida. The man came down from Shemayim in his zechus. Gedar, why was he called Gedar? Okay, one of the names of Mysha is Avig- Avigdar. Avigdar, this is where the name Avigdar comes from. What does Gedar mean? To make a fence. What does that mean? Sheh Godar Same He built up f- fences around the pritzes of Klal Yisrael. Whenever there was breaches around the walls of Klal Yisrael, And we were in spiritual sakana. Ma Beno helped establish the fences to protect us. What's He connected Klal Yisrael. Beautiful. What's a haver? A friend. By definition, says the Gemara Megillah. Remember this. Taf Yud a true friend is somebody who brings you closer to the Rabbani That's what the name Hever, uh, uh, epitomizes. What's Chever? To bring friendship between somebody and the Rabbani Shalom. Why is Moish Rabbeinu called? He protected Kla-Yisrael like a sukkah with his tefillos. Why is Moish given the name of Yikusiel? Because from the word Yikavu Okay. yal Hashem, Kavay yal Hashem doesn't mean coffee to Hashem, coffee to Hashem. That's how some people say it's a myth to drink coffee, but I don't really I think that's a little bit of a stretch. Okay, say it. But you um um ye y Al Shakivu Yesal of the Kelbi Yamov, he caused Klysol to hope and yearn for the rebellion Zanuach, what's He's called Zanuach. van his same shall he helped clean off and send away the Aveh's. Of Klal Yisrael. See here, we have a whole puzzle in Devarayamim. What does it say? There was a lady by the name of Yudya. She gave birth to Yereh, uh, You could see ah, ah. It's all the same person. It's all referring to different elements that Maish Rabenu did on behalf of Klal Yisrael. Okay, Avi, 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 Avi. It says that he was Avi why are we saying father of? If this is what epitomizes it, what do you mean he's the father of? Says Roshim Mempazi, of the he was a father, meaning he gave over, like a father expands himself, in Tyra of B'Chochma of Benevius. He was a leader in Chochma and nevius The Ben Bnei Basia, Shalokach Mered, and these are the sons of Basia, who Mered married. So now we understand that Yehuda is Basia, and we understand that all these names are referring to Maish Rabbeinu, but it says she married somebody by the name of Mered. Says the Gemara, really? We thought she married Kalev. V'chi mered Shemai is mered his name. Bahalai Kalev Shemai wasn't his name. Kalev, Omra is Baruchu. Akad is Baruchu. Says Yavai Kalev. Let's bring Kalev. Shemarad batzas Amaraglim. He rebelled against the advice of the Maraglim. Be Basparoi, and he ended up marrying Basparoi. Shemarda begilulei beisavia yehiris. We're connecting the Maraglim who turned against the Ratzon Hashem. To Zara, The same way Basia threw away Zara, So too Kalev was Morad, the Etza of the Other Yidden. There's a big difference between A Jewish Opinion And the opinion of a Jew. Just because A Jew has an opinion does not make it a Jewish opinion. Okay? That's an opinion of a Jew. That's not Opidarecha Torah. That's it. That's your opinion. A Jewish opinion is one with Rabban We have to be, we have to create that discrepancy. Kalev looked at the Meraglim and said, mach nishtais. very nice, your leader is very nice. He says, you're going against the Ratz and Hashem, I'm out. Yeah, go ahead, Rebbe. Um, oh. Kalev. I was bothered by this as well. Yeah, I got to look that up. Ken Zainu was both. I got to look that up. I was bothered as well because if you... Um, in Divrei Hayamim, it tells us that Kalev was uh, married to Miriam, which is a fascinating zach because he was 40 years old when, he, when the Miraglim went. It says in Divrei Hayamim, And Miriam was 87, right? She was six years older than Moshe Rabbein. Maybe, but Miriam's 87. Kalev, listen to this, Kalev was 40. And who built the Mishkan in the second year? B'tzalel. Who's B'tzalel? Ben Uri, Ben Hur, yeah? And Hur was the son of Kali. Kali's son was Hur. Uh, so B'tzalel, listen to this. In the same year that Kali was 40, his great-grandson was 13. Which means, according to average, in the Dar HaMidbar, they were having children at age 8. And Taka, the Gemara Sanhedrin, says that's how old they were having children. The Gemara Sanhedrin says they were, they were approximately eight years old. Just to put in context the, the maturity of Kali as they left Mitzrayim. Kalev is the Alta Zeda. He's 40 years old when his Araynikle is 13 and building the Mishkan. Go figure. Okay. Back into the Megillah. Asher, Asher Haglom Mirushalayim. Mordechai wanted to go from Yerushalayim. Now, it doesn't say he was sent into Gullus. It says he was in Gullus. He wasn't forced to go into Gullus. He went on his own accord. Once Yidin started going down to, the, going down to Gullus, Mordechai realized they needed Torah leaders, and he went on his own. And Mordechai was Oymain, literally meaning he took care. He raised of Hadassah. He, Esther, which is Esther. Esther. Esther also has the name Hadassah. Why? Tani learned Esther Her real name was Esther. Why does she have the nickname of Hadassah? Why was she called that? Al Because Tzadikim are called myrtles. They smell delicious. When you're around the Tzadik, you know it. He was standing amongst the adassim, referring to the Sadikim. No, her name was not Esther with the nickname of Hadassah, really? Hadassah Shema, says Her real name is Hadassah. Her nickname was Esther. Why she receive the nickname of Esther? She knew how to keep a secret. Esther refused to tell. Okay. She refused to tell who it was. And the Gemara is going to soon let us know the pressure that she was under. It's a fascinating Gemara. Her real name is Hadassah. So interestingly, we have two opinions that her real name is Hadassah. And one opinion, her real name is Esther. But let's read Rebnhemia's Reb reason. The Lama Esther, why does she have the nickname of Esther? you The nations of the world called her that because she shone bright like the moon. She was beautiful, and wherever she went, the same way when you look at the moon, it gives off a beautiful reflection. So too everybody who saw her just found favor and they, they, they saw um, they saw her beauty. Banaza but as I said, Esther When I was starting to date, by the way, when I was starting to date, um, I should—I should say, when I started looking to get married, that's what I should say. I didn't start to date, so um, I was talking to my father about what to look for, and he told me he told me a beautiful line. He says that of course you need to be attracted to your wife, no shilo. However, remember, there's a lot of pretty girls out there. But there's not so many beautiful people. Choose well. That was his... Uh, that was it. You have to, you have to dif- differentiate between pretty and beautiful. right? Esther had a beauty. She had an innate uh, shine to her that people realized she was something special. Ben-Azion, ben says, Esther was called Hadassa because she was neither tall nor was she short. She was average and therefore she was like a Hadassah. This is such a beautiful Gemara. Why is that like Hadasa? Everybody likes things... That are pleasant to their eyes. It's not a zach to stand out. When Chana davens for a child. Right? So, Shmuel gets sick. She comes to Eli. Eli says, okay, I'll give you a different child. Right? And Chana says, no, I daven for this. And if you look at her tefillah, what does she ask for? She wants a son that's not tall, not short, not too smart, not too dumb. Not too this, not too that. She wants an average child. Give me the regular stuff. Because the regular things is what other people find beauty in. Not too much, not too little. And fascinatingly, Ailey, when Ailey chooses to give her another child instead, what does he say? What does she say? No, this is what I daven for. That means Shmuel Taka was an average kid. He wasn't too smart. Wasn't too... Shmuel was self-made. In the home he was raised in, himam-ish, he, he raised himself up. Esther was called Adasa because she was pleasant. She dwelled amongst her people; she, people were comfortable around her. Very important lesson. Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha Amar. Yeshua ben Karcha says Esther Yarak Chesed She had kind of a olive type of complexion, and um, she had Khain. When you looked at her, you saw chaim. There was grace on her. She didn't have a father or mother. Says the one second. If she didn't have a father or mother, why do you have to say when her father and mother had died? I already know that they died. The, that, those words seem to be giving me redundant information. Amaravacharavach explains. Ibarta, when her mother was pregnant, mesa Her father died during the pregnancy. Nabach, as she was being born into the world, mesa ima. So she entered the world. She didn't have a mother and father letting us know at any time, at any point. When her father and mother had passed away, Mordechai took her as a daughter. What is a daughter? Beautiful Gemara Tana It was learned the name of Mayor Al Labas al Mordechai was married to Esther. A wife is called a daughter. It's the responsibility on a husband to bring the Torah into the home and to be mechanich in the tira Dick away, bring the Tyra into the house so that the couple can grow together the same way we do for our children. Don't put that responsibility on your wife; that's the husband's responsibility. For the rush, ain't called, and the poor person has nothing. Just one sheep, that small, which was bought, and he, he lived with her, and he raised with her the Imbana of Ya'akov together with his children. From his bread toichal she would eat and from his cup Tishta she would drink And in his lap she would lie and she was like a daughter to him. This is referring to Esther and Mordechai. Says Gvarra one second: the food, the drink, the I get it. But she laying in his lap. That's a husband and wife relationship. What's he got to do with his wife? Says the Gemara: What does that mean? It means like a home. So too it means a home. I, so why are you saying labas? to teach us what we explained before—the husband's duty to the wife. The husband, the same way it's a, it's a it's a father's responsibility to bring the Torah into the life of his daughters. So too it is the father's responsibility to bring Torah into uh, the life of his spouse. Esther had seven women attending to her. You know why she had seven? Because this way, when number seven would show up, um, she would know what Shabbos. She had one Shabbos girl. So whenever that girl showed up, she was kind of separated from society. And the Taka brought down, very interestingly, one of the proofs to the abishdur in the world is why is there seven days of creation? Because the abishdur may say, why does the whole world agree there's seven days? Why is there seven days in a week? Where does that come from? Ever thought about it? If there's no if there's no creation of the world, who made up seven days that this is universally accepted? Where'd that come from? Because there's the Ibishtu. The major says one of the things that tried to do to remove their abundance is change the week to eight day weeks. He wanted to be different. There's no God, I'm in charge. And Mamela Esther had a um, had a bigger issue on her hand because she had a, she needed Help in keeping calculations. So she kept a seven day cycle. She would change out her maidservants Amar says, They would feed Esther kosher food. Amar Shmuel says no, she did not eat kosher food. She was actually served P.I.G. She was served the fattest part of a of a uh, P.I.G. says She actually just ate seeds. The And similarly it says, And the one in charge of the kitchen took away their food, and gave them seeds instead. And they, they you know, they um, ended up, the passage lets us know that they ended up being, with their little seed, they ended up being a lot healthier and better looking in Nebuchadnezzar's palace than all the people who would stuff their faces with all the delicacies. That's when, that's when uh, Nebuchadnezzar um had them come to his palace to serve him. Okay. Listen to this. She shachadoshim bisham amar. Back into the Miguel. For six months these women and Esther would smear themselves with mar oil. My shemen hamar. What is mar oil? Revhiba bar Aba Omar, it's Sekht, it is balsam. Revuna Omar Shemen Zai Shwahbi Schlish. It's oil from an olive that didn't yet grow a third. What's unique about that? Tanya, we learned in our briser avihudaimer and pikinain shemen zay shloi hevi shlish. And pikinain is a type of oil that did not grow a third. say what was unique about this? What was so special about this oil this this uh, apokninon shamashir What's the word for it uh, to remove uh, body hair? something a lapelatory. Yeah, something, right? Yeah, something. There, there's some fancy word. It means hair removal. So if you take the oil of, of an olive that's only a third grown and you smear it a number of times, that helps to remove the body hair and to make the skin shine. Listen to this. In the evening, the ladies would come and in the morning, she would return um, She would return back to uh, Haggai. Even though Achashverosh was a terrible dude, we still find an element of praise for him. You can always look for the good. From the fact that the women went back in the morning, you can understand, you wouldn't have relations during the day. Now why is this a positive thing? There's no particular of relations during the day. As long as you don't have a light shining directly on you. But there's an element of tzniyus it's supposed to be done at night, so it's it's interesting. Says the Gemara, Achashverosh at least understood a shtickle element that's tsnius, and we're saying it Lashvach. I would say he's a hypocrite. He's meshugana, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're about to learn all the ridiculous, disgusting things that he did. Yeah, and we were, and, and uh, as we're going to see, as we as we get into his, his relationship with all these women, and as we get into Haman. But the Gemara wants to give him a little bit of credit. Not that he Esther noyseishim. Esther found grace in the eye of everybody. She was pleasant on their eyes. She looked like she was a local from their own nation. And Esther was taken to It yeah. was It was the 10th day of Teves that Esther went in to Achashverosh. In Teves, it's cold. And therefore, it's, the, the bodies receive more pleasure from each other. Zogd Rashi, fascinating. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this was terrible for her. It was a terrible thing. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu was setting this up to work. Azai is the Ratz HaNashem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when it was Esther's turn to be called in, made sure that she was called in on a day where it was most naturally appropriate for her to be chosen. And the king loved Esther more than anybody else. And more than all the other women. Look at the word, women. And she had more chain in his eyes than all the besulis, all the virgins. Why are we starting with noshim and then moving to besulis? Why do we have a change in the word? Question mark. Omar rab says, If he wanted it to feel... Like a besula, the a type of relationship. That's what, that, that's what his pleasure was. Tam Beula, tam, and if he was in the mood for a besula, that's what he experienced as well with Esther. The king then made a big party for Esther. Now he chooses her. All right, so he marries her. Esther is crestfallen, and she refuses to reveal herself, right? She refuses to reveal her who she is, who her people are. So listen to this. It's fascinating. What does Ahasuerus start doing in order to get the information out of her? Avad Mishdaya, he made a party in her honor. Come, my dear sweetie, I'm going to throw a big party in your honor. Like Galilee. Hoping that she'd be in a good mood the night before, the night after, the afternoon. No. Garnished. Esther knows how to keep a secret. That's why she's called Esther. Dolly kar govla he took away taxes and hers chus. Ah, building his relationship with her. Garnished. She doesn't say nothing. Shodar dishni, He sent gifts to other people on behalf of Esther. So other people should like her. But like Galilee. Still garnished. She ain't moving. Ubihi shenas. And then the b'sulays the, uh, came back a second time. Okay. Now this is interesting. Because... He's already married. He already chose Esther. She didn't reveal himself. And then it says, Okay? Says the Gemara. What's he doing gathering everybody back? Mordechai, the Gemara is now letting us know, a new piece of information, was a shtickle advisor to Achishverosh. Achishverosh went to consult with Mordechai. What should I do? You know, I married this new lady... She refuses to tell me where she's from. Part of God's plan. Why is she refusing? Mordecai told her to. He's going to the same one who told her not to, right? So what does Mordecai say? Omar, Mordecai says, isho Pretend like you're done with her. Go take other ladies. Women can't handle jealousy. So gather them again. And that's what's going to... Um, that's what's going to get her to open up. Now Mordecai wanted this because... He held that, according to nature, he wasn't sure how the miracle is going to come, but he had a little bit of a hope that Ahasuerus is going to like one of the girls he was with prior. So if he gathers them again, he'll be like, you know what, I'm upset with my current wife, you know, let me divorce her, and I'll take a different one. Still didn't work. Esther was Esther. She kept the secret. Okay. Omer um, Belazer Belazer says, "My dechsev was taught the pasuk which says, 'Top of Yud Gimel Lamed Vayi'gram Itzadik Einav.' Hakadosh Baruch who never removes His eyes from the tzadik. Listen to this beautiful, beautiful Gemara, and this Gemara is going to teach us what sneis is. This heart sneis in the merit of the modesty, shahisa Bar that Rochel had, Zochsav Yotzmi Men She had the merit that Shaw remember was from Sheva Ben Yamin. Ben Yamin is the son of Rochel." So, because of Rachel's modesty, Rachel Menu, she was zayicha to have the great tzaddik Shaul come from her. Beschar Tznius, and the merit of the modesty Shaya by that Shaul himself had, zochs of Yatsmenu Esther. Shaul was zayicha that Esther should come out of him. Okay, let's go through this. Where's their Tznius anywhere? What what is modesty? Where's Rachel modest? the Rachel Yaakov told Rachel that he's the brother of Lavan. Now, is Yaakov the brother of Lavan? No, he was a nephew. His mother, Rivka, was Lavan's sister. So Yaakov meets Rachel at the well, and he says, I'm your dad's brother. Ask the Gemara, is he Lavan's brother? He was a nephew. Ella, rather. <coughs> what does Yaakov mean? Omar, <coughs> love. Yaakov said to her, Ain miu Abba Ramo, um, m- m- minsubali, Rachel, will you marry me? Amr Rachel says to Yaakov, "In, yeah, I'll marry miu, however, be careful. Abba Ramohu, my big papa, my old man, is a trickster. Okay? you y- y- you can't mess with him, he's too good. He's too shrewd. Um, Omar So on this, Yaakov Avinu says, Listen, I'm his brother in trickery. You don't know what I'm made of. Um, uh, um, so Rachel says to him, um, You're going to involve yourself in trickery? You're going to get involved? Um, Omar Yaakov Avinu says, Avada. Better believe it. And of course, I'm going to play his game with him. It, the Apostle says, Navar with a clean person you act cleanly. The And with a crumb person, a twisted person, you act twisted. You don't a Jew is not meant to be naive and be taken advantage of. Yaakov now asks her, what trickery do you expect out of your father? Isli I got an older sister, and I expect my father's gonna want her to marry. Masallah Simonim, see gave her signs, which we spoke recently in Shul, right? Well, what did he teach her? He taught her the laws of Nida, Chala, and Adlaka Saner. It wasn't particular Simonim, rather, he just wanted to make sure he had a Yiddish Ishtub, he had a Jewish home, and these were the Simonim. And that's what Rachel's now going to pass over. lelia when nighttime came. Umrah. Rachel said, Leah is going to be tremendously embarrassed. She gave over the signs. She taught her all the halachas of nida and that Yaakov was going to test her on And that's why the pasuk says It was in the morning. Only in the morning he realized it was Leah. What do you mean? It wasn't Leah. It was Leah the whole night. Allah, because of the siman the Rachel gave Leah. Yaakov didn't realize it was Leah. Therefore. Because of the modesty of Rochel, she was zeichet avshol umatzniyas face of shol, and where was shol modest? The the uh, the matter of the malchus lahiged like asher amar shmuel he didn't tell that which shmuel spoke Zakha yotzemenu esther, and therefore he was zeichet that esther should come out. What is tznias? Tznias is knowing how to stay low, and as we've said previously. The role of a Yid is not to be attractive. The role of a Yid is to be impressive. We have to be impressive. But it's not about being attractive. And a modest person, a Tsenua dika person, understands they're comfortable in their own skin. They don't get pushed around. They know how to keep a secret despite the pressure that's uh, that's put on them. This is all part of Tsenias. Why? Because modesty is understanding we're a guest... In Hashem's world. That's it. In the same way, as we've said before, when you're in somebody else's house, there's a certain way you walk around, there's a certain way you act, a certain way you interact with them. When we walk around this world, it's the Rabbanah house, and there's a unique and specific way that we're supposed to walk around. Rabbanah says, <laughs> When elevates and gives greatness to a person, hit us this good uh, opportunity is actually given to the, to the family for future generations. However, if the person becomes arrogant because of the platform, the elevated position, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we'll take it away, will lower him. If they are tied up in chains and the pusser continues and says they will be lowered from their place. Okay. Baiter. Vesmamar Mordechai Esther Asa. And Esther did whatever Mordechai asked of her. Amar, Rabbi Yirmiya, listen to this gemaral, knock your socks off. We learned that Mordechai was married to Esther. What happened? Esther's taken away. She's taken to Listen to this gemaral. Amar, Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yirmiya says, Even though she was married to she still made sure to keep Hilchas Nida the same way when she was being raised, meaning like we learned on Ahmed Aleph, when she was married to him. She had a double marriage. She never left Mordechai. She would go into Ahasverosh, and when she was able to, she would keep Taras and go back to Mordecai whenever she was able to leave the palace and have relations with him and be married to him full throttle as much as they were able to do. She remained married to Mordechai. This explains so beautifully what we're gonna see later. Ultimately, why she allowed her to remain married to him, because until then she's considered an Inus, she's considered forced. has forced her into relations. A woman who's forced into relations is still permitted to her husband. But once Mordechai tells her to go in on her own accord later on, she says, I'm losing everything. She says, I'm giving everything up. Because that's the first time she knows there's no going back to her tzaddik. She's going to be stuck with Ahasuerus. It was in those days. Mordechai was sitting at the gate of the king. Cuts off Big Son, baserish. Big son and Seresh. Alright, here we go. The two, you know, and all the uh, uh, CDs, and videos, Bigson and Sarash are the two goons, you know, the the two tough guys who are trying to kill Achashverosh, and they get busted. Okay, so Bigson and Sarash decide they're killing Achashverosh. Why? Omar of Chia Barab, Omar of Eichna, Hitziv, Kadish Baruch Hu, Odin Alavod, Kadish Baruch caused the master to be in charge with his servants. Latsoy is Ritzain Tzadik in order to fulfill the will of the Tzadik. What does that mean? By the story of yasef for yasef Yosef, Shemar Bishami, Taro Paro got upset at the chamberlains. So that they'll end up in jail and ultimately come out and tell Paro about this amazing uh, dream interpreter in the jail. And also, Akkadish also causes servants to be upset with their masters. Lassay's nes To give a to the tzaddik. Umanu Mordechai. And who's the tzaddik? Mordechai. He's going to receive a miracle through this because he's going to tip off Akashverish and get on his good side. The matter became known to Mordechai and he tipped off the king what Big Son and Sarash. We're doing. Amr um, Rabbi, Yekhan, Rabbi Yekhan says, listen to this story. What happened? Big and Seresh were from Tarshish. And they spoke in Tarshish, which was a very uncommon language. People do not understand Tarshish. And they would say, Listen to this. From the day Ahasuerus married Esther, we can't sleep. Why? Because Akashverish was so obsessed with her that he would stay up late at night in order to be with her. And he would get very thirsty. And their primary job was to give him water. So Achashverosh is partying to all hours of the night, enjoying Esther. So they got upset about this relationship. When Achashverosh was with Vashti, he took it easy. Now he's with Esther, guy's gone nuts. Sugar. We can't sleep at night. He keeps waking us up. They decided to put poison into the bowl so he would die. According to the tape a poisonous snake okay and when he asked them what the snake's doing in his water they said the backstroke okay but they didn't know said mordechai was a member of the sanhedrin and he knew all the 70 languages he knew all the 70 languages so what happened what did mordechai over here big son said the Sharesh, or sarah said the big son listen we got two different jobs it's very hard to do this together. You know, we're, we're, we're separated. What should we do if we want to poison Ahasuerus? So one says, listen, I'll cover for you. And, uh, you know, and I'll cover double duty. Which actually we're going to see later. is Later on the daf, is one of the times that Mordecai had against the Jewish people is that we're always taking off on Shabbos and Yom Tiv, You know, he doesn't put in, but we cover for them on, you know, the Goyish Ahalim. But okay. The inner always, they have all these, okay, so Bigson and Sarah said, what, what are you going to do? We'll cover, uh, I'll cover two posts. And that's what right the passage, which says, they checked into it, and they found, we're not in the posts, that they were supposed to be, once Mordechai tipped off, okay, here we go, let's get into Haman. After, yeah, keep going after these things ah get us into the perm spirit gavadic we got an extra month we got an extra month to prepare you know <laughs> okay says Gemara akhir mai what does it mean after after what amar says realize that after Baruch Hu brings the refua, the healing before the smack before the hurt this is how the rabboni works with klaus israel theomar says what a beautiful and comforting consoling gemara if there's ever a patch that's given to Kla yisrael no the refua is already in place it's not going to come later the refua is already there and then the abiris of Ephraim are going to be are going to be known by the nations who doesn't give that kindness Mako's son, first he gives the patch, four, and afterwards creates the healing hit. First they were hit, and then afterwards they were healed. Now how do you see? how do you see this? So the answer is because when Haman came up with his smart aleck idea, who's already in the palace? Esther. So whatever we need. To take care of us Before Haman even shows up to the picture Is in place Mordecai is already on Ahasuerus' good side Ahasuerus is obsessed with Esther We already have The wheels churning For our refua And now Haman shows up Haman first wanted to kill Mordechai. Why? Yeah, Mordecai refused to bow down so, what did he decide then? Mordechai Haman first took a personal against Mordechai. Besaif, at the end, which means eventually. Be'am Mordechai. Against the nation of Mordechai. Umanu Rabbanon. What does it mean, the other Rabbanon? v'chol What started Haman? Mordechai, his arrogance. And then what did he decide? This is not a Mordechai problem. Mordechai is a rabbi. He's an orthodox rabbi. I got to get rid of all these rabbis terrible and then he realizes but everybody listens to them this is a jewish problem this is not a rabbinic problem so that's the steps where Haman's mind went what did he do in order to determine his plan of action how he's getting rid of Mordechai and Kla He he made a poor which is why it's called Purim it's a lottery we learned once Lottery fell out in the month of Adar. He said that is great. The sign for Adar is fish, and he loved fish. Omar, he said, por ah, the Torah says that Ma'ish It's hinted to in the Pesach that Ma'ish died on the Zion Adar. It fell out this. Ma'ish died. This is his destruction, and therefore it's a great month to take out Kalla Yisrael. However, Yodah, Mayish, uh, I'm sorry, Haman was a shtickle, but not totally. He knew enough to get himself into trouble. Which happens to us sometimes. He knew Maishra Rabbeinu died in Zion Adar. Maishra Rabbeinu was also born in the month of Adar. How do you know he's born in the month of Adar? Because Maishra Rabbeinu talks to Kaisal. He says, I am 120 years old, today. So that drasha, that it was his birthday, Haman didn't know. So he just knew about the drusha He knew half of it. Yeah? Sounds familiar with some other religions, how they quote our tyrant. He knew half of it. didn't know half. Ultimately, it led to his mistake. And what did he say? He comes to Ahasveresh. And he says, beautiful, this is Ador. We're going to wipe him out. Yesh There is one nation. There's one people. Amarav. Rabba says, There's nobody who knows how to lie and embarrass as good as Haman. Haman was a world class liar and Lush and Haranik let's take some lessons from him Omar Lei, Haman said to Ahasuer Tanech Lenu no, what do you say? kill the Jews Omar Lei, Ahasuer says Haman, not so short Mr. Fina, I'm scared Meleikov of their God Levad be Kovda Belshazzar got wiped out yeah, Bel was killed by their God I'm scared I'm scared for my own hide Omar Haman says, Yashnaim they have turned and have thro- thrown away their mitzvos. So they don't have their God's protection. Omar Lay, says, they're still good people. Still the rabbis that are doing the good thing. Omar Haman knew how Kal Yisrael works. Listen to this. Haman says, I'm They are dependent on each other, they're one people. Shematimer <laughs> Maybe you're going to say there's going to be a bald spot in your malchus, in your kingdom, because all the Jews are going to lose a whole city and now there's going to be emptiness and it's going to become the slums. They're all scattered out. There's no particular place. Don't be worried about that. Maybe you're going to say, listen, yeah, they pay good taxes. Listen, they're all spread out. The amount of taxes in each province is not enough to make a severe impact. You don't need to worry about that. Maybe you're going to say, "Ah, oh, the Taka is one place that's all Jewish and you'll lose out on money. No, there's no single particular place where the Jews are gathered. And you should know something else, Your Highness. These Jews, they just act different. They're different. They're weird. They don't eat the foods that we eat. They don't go to Mickey D's they don't they don't intermarry with us Uh, they they don't marry our ladies and and their ladies don't marry our guys they don't they have their own set of uh, of halachas their own set of of laws rashi says that when it comes to taxing and they're always saying, I'm not going to work because it's Shabbos Kodesh or it's Kavad Amtif. They're always taking off of work. You ever had a Jewish employee? They're making stuff up. It's either a fast day, a yard site, a zach. Nah, they're not good workers. And Ahasuerus continues. See, he's, he's on his monologue. And he's trying to cover all his bases. in <coughs> ha'nicham. <coughs> And it's not worth it for the king to hold on to them. Because they eat, they drink, and they disgrace the malchus, the kingship. If a fly falls into their wine, they take out the fly and drink the wine. But if you, my dear king, touch their cup, they got this law called yaya Nesach, and they'll spill the whole thing out. They treat you worse than a fly. And therefore, Haman says, here's my proposition. If the king finds it good, please write to destroy them. I will offer you a lot of money. Now, is the amount that Claudius Yisrael gives. This is fascinating. This also shows us as we're about to see. That's the amount that Six hundred thousand men in Klal Yisrael donate over the from the age of twenty to seventy for the chatzis shekel. Okay, It was known. Look at this number. Look at the siyata of this number. It says the in the future going to offer um, money to take out Klal Yisrael. I'll buy. Lives of Jews from you. The Fikach therefore, mm-hmm. Hichtim Shikleim Lashkolim, because Baruchu caused Klaus Yisrael to have this chus of this amount of Shkolim even before Haman's plan. How? From the Chatzi Shekel. Baha'imu mm-hmm. Ditan, this in the Mishnah, which says, mm-hmm. On the first day of Adar, is when we give the Chatzi Shekel, and also we send out people to ensure. That the claim is not growing in the field. This is the, Haman's proposition. What does Achashverish respond? He says to Haman, Keep the money. It's okay. Michael These people, Do with them as you see fit. Whatever pleases you. Listen to this. Says Omar of Abba. Rabbi Abba says, Achashverish was not a, just a good guy who's now being manipulated by Haman. No. And we're going to end with this step. Mashal, this is a parable, the parable of what's it similar to? There's two people, one of them has a hill, he's got too much dirt in his field. He's got, a, he's got a ditch, and he wants to fill it up. The owner of the ditch says, listen, I want to buy dirt to fill up my hole, I don't know what to do. The owner of the hill says, get, I, I, I'll pay somebody to take this dirt, out of my yard. I got to get rid of this. A few days later, they meet up with each other. The owner of the ditch, to the owner of the hill. Sell me your dirt. He says, just get it out of my yard and I'll be glad. You don't got to pay me a penny. You're preaching to the choir. Just get it out of here. Period. What is the Gemara telling us? Akashverish was just waiting for somebody to come along and put in the offer. The moment Haman opened his mouth about this, Ahasuerus was already in prior. All right, period. We'll hold it here in Bezhem tomorrow. We will pick up at 9.30 a.m. with Vayasar HaMelech as Tabaka.